0: You're listening to a Big Finish production. <laughs> you know it makes sense.
1: This is the Big Finish podcast, official temporal stampification, 22nd of April, sometime before the end of the world, hopefully. Cue
2: Benji,
0: You are very welcome... I'm Benji, he's Nick, Mm. and this is your podcast of audio drama and audiobook delight from the people who do lots of Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake Seven, The Avengers, classic horror and science fiction. You get the picture.
1: And we have a brand new range for you that we keep bagging on about. Big Finish Originals, eight brand new dramas to celebrate. Big Finish's 20th anniversary of being a really great thing. Atta Girl is already out there. The emotional and sometimes harrowing real-life tale of women pilots in World War Two, And there's so much more to come. Absolutely. Getting great reviews, uh, Atta Girl. Oh, yeah.
3: All
0: over social media. It's really going down. Uh, so check it out because it's awesome. Uh, love a bit I'm actually
1: very excited because um, Alicia who plays the lead she is actually uh, in a story that I'm directing tomorrow oh brilliant so I'm very much looking after having heard her in Atta I'm really looking forward to working with her
0: absolutely you can tell her how well it's been received yeah Yeah, she doesn't know already I'm sure she does it must be getting lots of compliments thrown in her direction so yeah check it out Atta girl uh, meanwhile, in this podcast, our guest star interview is with Sean Carlson, who many of you know as the Time Lord Narvin, uh, in our Gallifrey series, and Doctor Who.
1: And our 15-minute drama tease is from our latest Paul McGann Eighth Doctor epic saga, *Ravenous One*. Uh, Arsenal, nil. Uh, yeah. I may have made up the last bit there. Uh, there, it's called *The Their Finest Hour* by John Dorney. By the way,
0: great fun. I did sound design on that one. Uh, Loads of fun. Uh, lots of lots of Spitfires and uh, aliens, and all sorts.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, you did it better than me.
0: Love it. I do it on my own too much. All all, all the time. Uh, And along the way, of course, all your favourite Big Finish podcast features are here. The news, the emails, the randomoid selectotron. Oh,
1: the sheer joy of it all. So let's get straight on with the ruddy news. Top Hole.
0: This week, the news serves as a reminder of our Big Finish Originals range. Coming up in May is Cicero, Rome, eighty BC, an age of bloody civil war civil war? bloody civil war.
4: (laughs) Civil raw (laughs)
0: raw. An age of bloody civil war and dictatorship is at an end. (gasps) In its turbulent aftermath, an ambitious young lawyer, Marcus Tullius Cicero, Marcus Tullius Cicero. (laughs) Uh, Every day, Marcus Marcus. Tullius Cicero. Stop stop hitting me on the head. Really? uh, So it's a flashback
1: flashback to Benji's school days there.
0: Oh, yeah. What was his name?
1: Marcus Tullius Cicero. (laughs) No, not (laughs) not him. No, I remember that's probably what he was called as well.
0: Maybe he. perhaps that was him, time travel. Who knows? Yes, Marcus Tullius Cicero is beginning to make a name for himself. But does he have what it takes? And can this new era of peace and prosperity truly last? And if you listen closely, you can hear a dog down the road making loads of noise.
1: Oh, yeah. He's yeah. probably barking up the wrong tree. Uh, <laughs> starring Samuel Barnett of Dirk Gently Fame, this is a cracking historical crime series devised by Scott Hancock, who I was working with today, actually, and written by David Llewellyn, who many of you may remember was responsible for the script of the recent acclaimed Fourth Doctor adventure, The Crow Marsh Experiment. Anyway, here's a brand new clip from Cicero.
5: So. So. <laughs> you travelled here from Rome?
3: Yes. From Rome.
5: And your parents?
3: Uh,
1: the, the, uh, they came with us, but um, in a carriage. Mm. Uh, and they live in
2: Arpenham, actually.
5: So. Of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I knew <I'm> that already. <laughs> Pleasant day. Yes, mm. Mm, very.
3: Warm for the time of the year. Yes. <laughs>
5: I was thinking exactly that only a few moments ago. I
1: I, um, I was worried it might rain. Oh. Uh, this is all a bit unusual, isn't it?
4: <laughs> uh, My stupidest beard, uh, yes. I
1: mean, I know this is how it's usually done, but when it's happening to you, it's all quite, <laughs>
3: quite odd. So
5: odd. Uh, <laughs> Still... Our families have put a lot of effort into making this happen.
3: Yes, I believe my mother has worked tirelessly.
0: (laughs) Following Cicero, the next big finished original drama in July is Nigel Planer's Jeremiah Born in Time, the beautifully eccentric story of somebody who finds he can spontaneously
1: travel back in time with alarming results. Oh yes, and here's another brand new clip from Jeremiah.
4: So, let's see. What have we got in this here cavity? This bit could do with a bit more sanding, Jim. OK, Pete. Dado rails. That's what we need all round here and up the staircase. Dado rails. And what's this? Ancient Roman biscuit tin? Oh, yeah. I found that stuff right at the back. It's really old. Well, remember to keep a record of everything. Every stage of the process, Gem, write it down. Whatever. Or just put photos on your phone. Yeah, all right. Not just in your memory, Gem. Super first class, though that may be. You may be able to remember every single little detail, but the rest of us are not so blessed. We need a record. Every stage. Okay, Pete. I won't forget. No, maybe not. But will you actually do it? Yep. Promise. I found lovely old stripy wallpaper underneath the beige wallpaper upstairs. Amazing, isn't it? You take off wallpaper and underneath... More wallpaper. Amazing. Authenticity. That's the thing. Right, I'm gonna crack on upstairs. Keep on keeping on. Come on, Ruby. See you, Gem. And remember, DNA. Come along, Ruby, my love. You know that thing when you're looking for something and you just can't find it, but it was right there in front of you, staring you in the face all along, and you just sort of blanked it out?
1: Well, the past is like that. An all-star cast there of epic proportions. Sebastian Amesto in the titular role, that means Jeremiah Bourne, uh, with Sophie Thompson, Tim McInerney, Celia Imrie, Nigel Planer, Christopher Ryan, and Badland, ooh, many more...
0: And coming up in November, Schilling and Sixpence Investigate, a quirky crime thriller set in 1939. Another great cast starring David Warner, Celia Imrie, Louise Jameson and Matthew
1: Waterhouse, among others. here's a brand new clip from that, thanks to Nigel Fares, the uh, writer.
5: And let's start again from the beginning, shall we? For a start, whose is that dress you're wearing? It's mine. It's yours. He bought the wrong bag. Who did? Nobody. Margaret! It's perfectly obvious to anyone with eyes that you're stepping out with my caretaker.
2: Joseph Turner.
5: The very same. And though I find his taste somewhat perplexing, I can quite understand why you might be flattered enough to accept his advances, which I trust are both chivalrous and honourable. Eh? Tell us what happened last night.
4: After I heard the argument and that, and you were waiting in the drawing room, I
5: goes on up to her ladyship's room, and I find her dog, like I said. Ah! And I runs downstairs, like I said. Peggy, was that you? Are you alright? Peggy? No. Oh, Peggy, what? I didn't do it in a six What didn't you do, dear? It weren't me! Joey! Hey, come back here at once. Peggy! And I'm all like in a panic.
4: And I runs out of the front door. But then I hears the telephone ringing. And I think, I should answer it before it wakes everyone up. So I runs down the front servant steps. And I does. Hello? Who's that? Meta? No, it's me. Everyone's in bed. In bed?
5: Is that Peggy? No. I mean, Yes. I didn't do it. It weren't my fault. And there weren't nobody in the kitchen, neither. Peggy, what in the
2: devil's name are you talking about? I don't know. Well, then I suggest you pull yourself together. And when you've done that, would you be kind enough to tell my fiance that the old tin can's got a flat tyre?
1: That dog
0: is going for it. Shall I shut the window? He's going to be... There's two of them. There was one, and he always makes loads of noise. And, and, and now their owners have just decided to buy another, so there's two and they've been at it all day i've been trying and to work doesn't matter and the daleks but the daleks have been making loads of noise but not as much noise as them let me just shut the window oh, i don't know <laughs> dogs today oh the, oh the sounds really weird because i'm not hearing it
1: through me Ooh. and how could we end the big finish news without a bit of doctor who benji's just coming back from closing the window out in july this year and starring colin baker as the sixth doctor is Hour of the Cybermen by Andrew Smith. So many exciting things about this story. It's part of a strange, uh, intriguing unit trilogy featuring Blake Harrison of the In-Betweener's fame, you may remember, uh, as a returning character. Blake plays, very nice guy as well. Uh, but perhaps most significantly of all for Doctor Who fans, David Banks returns as the cyber leader.
6: Excellent. <laughs>
1: Here's a sneaky preview.
2: Play the audio segment. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions.
3: Welcome to the unit operations room, Doctor. Our base for monitoring the Cerberus satellites.
1: That was earlier today. You've got unit HQ bucked. Doctor Who? Hour of the Cybermen.
0: I'll never get used to your TARDIS, Doctor. It's all required for the middle of the afternoon in central
2: London. We rely upon the vulnerability of the human condition. What's that? The weakness of flesh, of emotion. This is no natural drought. You say the whole of Britain is like this? You are the Doctor. Excellent. Destroy them. Yes, leader. Keep back! You are the doctor. You will be destroyed. No, don't shoot. Their fear makes them hesitate. They shall relinquish all their fears when they become as we are.
1: Big finish. We love stories. Well done, human. Cybermen might have no emotions but have you noticed they still scream when they die right just want to mention that mark elstob number six in the prisoner is a guest at big finish day 2018 big finish day on the 3rd of november 2018 that's this space year uh, at the quad in derby look it up and you'll be able to find and book a ticket. Hurry up now, because they are going pretty quickly, but it's worth coming. We're, we're going to be there, aren't we, Benji, you and me?
0: We are going to be there, yeah. Big Finish Day is wicked. Uh, I love it. Um, the ones we've done before have always been great fun. Great place to discuss Big Finish with lots of like-minded people. Uh, we'll have lots of guests and panels and all sorts of fun, all coming from
1: the Quad in Derby. It's going to be fabozo. And you're definitely going, aren't you? You have put it in your diary, haven't you? Yes,
0: it's in my diary Good, yes, good, alright It's, All it's right. well, in I'll, the
1: diary and I will be there I'll put you definitely on my list I think you and I are going to go up in a van with some stock of, of CDs <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> You, you think back, I'm joking, I you, you, I'm not joking Why not, I'm, I'm always, always I'm, going, I'm going to hire the, the, a van, let's go crazy I, I'll, I'll do the
0: van check we Can do. Can we do the um, the classic sort of stopping off at uh, services You know, and proper van man thing You stop off at services, have, have a, a cup of coffee which you put on top of the van, you sort of stand and go, yeah, you know. <laughs> traffic traffic on that bypass was uh Yeah yeah,
1: yeah Definitely yeah, yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. And the Not only for, way to eat on a motorway trip is badly because none of the food is any good.
0: <laughs> Very true, yeah. I think what was the last time I did I went did a I was moving my cousin's uh her she moved down from Leeds down to Eastbourne uh, and I had to transport not just her stuff, but also her cat. Um, so that was that was a crazy ride. But I remember that we stopped off at um, Peas Pottage, I do believe. Really? Where, to, yes, yeah. where
1: where Melanie Bush? Indeed, comes always. From.
0: Every every time I go through there, it's like I have to stop at Peas Pottage and just Work. just play uh, play pay a little tribute to that. But yes, I remember having a Harry Ramsden uh, halloumi um, sort of i don't know what it was halloumi and something they were like halloumi harry ramsden sort
1: of right, okay because harry ramsden is a, a fish and chip shop isn't yeah,
0: it yeah oh, yeah oh yeah i think it was harry ramsden the big like?
1: finish podcast sponsored by harry ramsden here is some sponsorship um, hey, hey,
0: hello. that's it though isn't it yeah that's it for the news it's, it's over it's gone so what better way to do then might as well shove that in a van full of stock <laughs> and cut the news up to Derby. It'll only be a few minutes, a a few months uh, early, but it'll be up there in time. I'm sure we'll have some news then. I don't know what it is yet, but
1: whatever it'll be, it'll be news. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh Great stuff. Don't forget the ever-popular Sean Carlson Who plays the Time Lord Narvin Will be here for a guest star interview very soon He's actually, uh, this month There's a short trip coming out that he's reading Called Erasure by Gary Russell Had to be called Erasure because of course That's a 1980s band And everything Gary Russell writes Either has the title <laughs> of a 1980s pop song in it Or or a band uh, But in the meantime Feast your ears On listeners' emails <laughs>
0: You've simply got to love an email. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you know, I tell yeah. the truth. Yeah. I tell no lies. Tell it how it is, Benji. Uh, oh, so I'm, I am saying this, though. Right. If you want to join in to the fun, or with the fun, rather, all you have to do is to email us at podcast at bigfinish.com. Simple as that. Podcast at, that's the squiggly A, which, oh, yeah. interesting enough, that squiggly A, yes. it's, it's on typewriters. And I was trying to think, what was it on typewriters for back when there were no email addresses?
1: Oh well, it was but it oh well, it was used for other things. Yeah, it's been appropriated for email addresses. It wasn't that wasn't the purpose of its creation. It's a funny thing though because it's sort of
0: very very exclusive as to what it is. There's no other sort of fun squiggly things, is there?
1: Well, it was it was used for things like well, at the price something was. So so and so at this price. You know, that's that's what it was used for, stuff like that. Hmm. Doesn't really save time though and you can just go Or you have to go, where's that shift key? I may Um, be wrong. I mean, uh, do you want to look (laughs) it No, I think you're right. I think, well, I... I, The original use of the the at symbol? It might be more interesting than what I've just said. Called the snail by Italians
0: and the monkey tail by the Dutch, apparently. There you go, um... The original, the origin of the symbol itself, one of the most graceful characters on the keyboard, is something of a mystery. Oh. One theory is that medieval monks, looking for shortcuts whilst copying manuscripts, converted the Latin word for towards, ad, to A, with the back part of the D as a tail. There we go. How, how peculiar imagine those sort of <laughs> all those sort of monks doing weird i don't know what that was that was brilliant, uh, just, actually just imagine that's what sort of monks sort of sound <laughs> you know,
1: that sounded eating, a bit like though. morrissey actually
0: two lovers entwine pass me by <laughs> don't listen to my interview don't, don't sing anymore um,
1: because he'll no, charge please. us
0: Yes, yes, he will. That's we just, probably we, would as we've well. We've just
1: fallen into fair usage. We're okay there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're okay now. Sorry, it's, go, stop. Okay. Yeah, if you sing anything anyway,
1: yeah, on one what? note, it's Morrissey.
0: <laughs> yeah, sort of wistfully
1: sing like that. Uh, could you just um, do your Mark Bolum as well? We haven't, we haven't had it. that love for
0: old a while Marky. i just yeah. love a bit yeah mark Boland is 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 the man got a picture of him ready for the studio wall but i've nowhere to put it so i don't quite know what i'm going to do with it but he, he is there with him and david bowie at the recording i believe of um the Bo- the show called mark which is like this sort of pitch show the one where he he has this badge, he says, yeah, next up is this cool, hip, new, groovy band. They're called Jam, because <laughs> it's like, this, the Jam, and they're not cool, hip, young, not groovy, they're just cool. Just, oh, Mark, you D- just it's don't get it. too
1: late to get angry now.
0: Jam. Uh, yeah, so podcast at bigfinish.com. Anyway, that was tangent, sorry guys. Um, so first up then, this is the first email in our long list of emails. So this one from William Robinson. Dear Nick and Benji, I don't know if you remember me, but you kindly gave me at a girl after pointing out Benji's mistake pronouncing super la- superlative, is it not? No, that's super- what you did, superlative, superlative and you said super- superlative. Oh my God, I just, I don't know how to speak, I'm sorry. It's just not a word <laughs> I've ever really needed to use. I just don't, I just never Well, it does just say, never, say never let
1: him forget that. And, no, and we I won't, won't forget it, but
0: yeah. I won't forget it because I still can't say it. Just if, if you ever meet me, uh, please remind me, and then you will be allowed to to slap me on the wrist. Not very hard, though. That would that would be nasty. Nasty. But just lightly. Yeah, lightly. Uh, so far, I've only managed to listen to the first part of the Big Finish original on my way to college today, but I already know that I'm going to love it. Such a fantastic idea. I love history, and I'm hoping to study both English and history at university very soon. And think all of the originals sound brilliant. Whether it's the cover art for Blind Terror, your inspired pitch for the Human Frontier on the previous podcast, or the mysteries surrounding Transference, I can say that I am looking forward to every release. Safely say, said, yeah. Safely, sorry, even even better. It keep it safe, right? Very guys. safe. Yeah. So I was I was too busy thinking of uh, swallowing. Have a sip of water on that note. Uh, No questions here today Just a great big thank you Thank you for producing these wonderful dramas For turning all of our journeys To work and school Into trips through time and space And for making me laugh so much With your podcast tangents Well we we do try We do try Uh, I had the greatest smile on my face for the rest of the evening when I heard my name on the podcast. It truly made my day. Ah. Well, this one makes your day as well, William. Uh, And I'm sure that you make every other listener's day so much happier every day. So once again, thank you for loving stories as much as we do. Happy times and places, Will
1: Robinson. Now, before the PS, I just got to say, you know, he calls William Robinson... And he calls himself Will Robinson. Now, come on, Lost in Space. Does he not get we, danger, Will Robinson? Danger. You know, uh, he must
0: know. He ah. must. He must even know, or must just get it in pubs all the time from from blokes who, who or, or lasses that remember it.
1: Well, after I binged watched Lost in Space on Netflix, I did the then, new one. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obs. Um, I I um, then went and watched. They're on YouTube, there are all the teasers for all the episodes of Lost in Space, all the outrageous nonsense of the original Lost in Space, which is oh, beautiful it, in its own way. Yeah. Oh, the pain, the pain, the pain of it all. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I pretty much loved the new Lost in Space as well. Just, just putting that him, out there. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't give it, you know, I don't think it's perfect. But I think it's jolly good, and I bloomin' enjoyed it, and I uh, can't wait for the next series. Hope they're making one. <laughs> Ends on a cliffhanger. I they will. Yeah.
0: They've certainly pumped the money into it. It looks gorgeous. Some yeah. great special effects there. Brilliant
1: acting as well.
0: well it's, it's on my list, my huge list of a million things to watch. I'll probably get round to watching that after I've, I don't know, I'm probably about 75. I've watched the entire <laughs> 70s and 80s. Um,
1: but it does look good. So what's Will Robinson's P.S.?
0: So we've got a PS here. Whilst I'm here, I must add that you both inspire me to watch Death to the Darlings yes! for the first time from listening to your also fantastic Benji and Nick Show podcast.
1: Nice plug. It's a
0: plug for yeah, let's, it's let's it's plug, a, well, you plugged it for us.
1: Yeah. The Benji and Nick Show, available from iTunes and SoundCloud and at NicholasBriggs.com.
0: it's well worth a listen you can it's basically imagine you know we we discuss the big finishy stuff here and we also have a few tangents here and there but what we tend to do with that one is we we, we're allowed to tangent when we want but also we discuss other cult television things and 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 explore new shows as we did with a uh, tv show called zodiac which both of us have never seen before uh and and went in did the time watching it and uh and then had a little discussion on it it's quite fun quite fun so check it out why not and also you can win some great goodies Mm. jerry anderson stuff and all sorts so i would give it a go good plug excellent plug well you know i'll leave it in the bath for next week uh plugs um so uh, when the end to part three regrettably came around uh, i was struck by the now immortal words stop don't move (laughs) Finally, I understood the
1: reference. (laughs) Goodness! And
0: I finished the episode with a beaming smile once again. Wow! Oh yeah, isn't that?
1: Had to listen to all our nonsense for months on end, and then finally realizes what we've been going on. The gag makes
0: sense. Thank you, Will Robinson.
1: Thank you from the Space Family Robinson same time same channel Uh, this from jonathan westall dear nick and benji whilst listening to blake's seven crossfire part three which i enjoyed immensely it it ended spoilers abruptly on a hanging of the cliffs this was very annoying because it now means i have to wait for the sequel to what was a brilliant series of audios from big finish the question is when will this next series of blake seven audio adventures be arriving sooner rather than later i hope smiley emoji um do you know i don't know off the top of my head but of course there'll be more keep up the good work jonathan westall thank you jonathan
0: it's funny uh, for some reason that that the the body of that email was cut out of, of my script here, so it just says this from Jonathan Westall. Dear Nick and Benji, keep up the good work, Jonathan Westall. <laughs> uh, straight to the point, like a telegram. <laughs> straight to the point, no messing there. Yes, keep up
6: the good work. Stop.
0: Stop. Don't move. Uh, and finally, uh, this is a <laughs> short one from our old favourite
6: Big L, Al, A.K.A. Alex Pass. Uh,
0: loved the preview for Kill the Doctor. Uh, big finish People will listen to any old tosh these days That's what Tom Baker uh, says
1: at the end This is Well yes
0: there. I was also I was having a discussion about Things uh, that we'd love Tom Baker You know look, Tom Baker used to be a monk at, at one point oh, Of course I know that That, that if he'd have stayed Well I was, I'll, I'll talk to the listeners oh, no. not, not you well, He's well, told me you know about
1: it in great detail Fascinating Saying that
0: he, he's the perfect person to deliver sermons <laughs> But he was also working as a labourer. Can you imagine him saying, well, I just want to install a shrubbery over there. Do you mind? He didn't work as a, a labourer rockery. at the same
1: time as being a monk. you will be pleased to know.
0: No, well, that I suppose monks have to do a lot of labour, don't they? Or well, they attending do to the work, gardens. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, fun things that Tom Baker can say. But yeah, that's just one of them. I'll install a rockery over yonder. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't use that in a, pitch, a sales pitch of I with you. That's what Alex says. Not about the rockery, about people listening to any old tosh. He also says here, P.S. I, give you, I agree with you, Benji. Hastings definitely isn't a town to wander around in just your pants. <laughs> no, and thankfully I haven't done it, and I, I don't ever intend on doing it. Although in a couple of weeks, I think two weeks, uh, it's Hastings May Day. So I'll be covered in green leaves. My face will be green. My clothes will be green, and I'll be doing the Jack in the Green, where I'll be wandering up a massive hill, dancing uh, in a similar sort of fashion as people did in um, you
4: know, the, the,
0: the, da- the demons. Hurt. The demons, yeah, the demons, demons, dancing uh, in a familiar fashion as they did in in the demons or the demons, and uh, just generally larking around to welcome in the summer solstice. You, uh, you seriously going to do that? Yeah, we do it every year. It's like a big anybody who's like part of sort of Hastings surrounding area. It's like a big street party. So everybody walks up to the hill and has a sort of. It's like it's you don't have to dance, but you just kind of frolic around the top of the hill, as, and um, they set fire to a massive uh, effigy of Jack in the Green Jack. This is sounding all
1: very much. W- oh, it's very. It's, it's man. very, very man. It's very
0: Wicca man. It, it's like it's one of the biggest sort of pagan festivals in in the country. But yeah, and then afterwards everybody just just parties basically so it's really great you get to see people who like people who move away and then they come back down for this so i won't be in my pants but i'll certainly be covered in green sort of paint dancing around and did you and did sorts. you say
1: you wouldn't wander around hastings in your pants
0: i believe it was it was sort of i think it came up in something that I, I, certainly <laughs> said I don't I remember i wouldn't wander up around in my no i wouldn't no way it's the one place I wouldn't. Not that
1: I would anywhere. Everywhere, yeah. it's everywhere else. It's the one place he wouldn't. Yeah. It's the one place
0: I wouldn't, but anywhere else, I mean, yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> no, no so I just wouldn't, just wouldn't do that. But yes, thank you. That one's from Big Al. He brackets here. Yep, him
1: again. I just want to go back to Big Al's point about people will listen to any old Tosh He says, I wouldn't use that in a sales pitch if I were you. Um, do you know, I was asked, because uh, Jamie Robertson put it put the trailer together and he said i've done something funny at the end where i've kind of said you know you say big finish uh, we love stories and then it says oh people will listen to any old tosh now i said i think we're secure enough at big finish to make a joke at our own expense like that so that that's why i did it i made a conscious decision to to make that i don't think what we do is a load of old tosh obviously i love what we do and i'm very we're all very <laughs> secure in that so we just thought you know let's not be silly and hypersensitive about that so yeah,
0: that is it for the emails now, without further ado. So let's... Uh, what can we do with the emails this week? Well, I suppose it's just... Uh, Dress them it up, up in to green. The hill yeah. Yeah. Dress it up in green, send it up to the hill, set fire to it, and uh, dance ah, around for a bit. No, not, not the hill! Um, I don't know what that was. Yeah, apparently, if if you catch one of Jack's leaves, which which sort of fly around, they throw them around, if you catch one, you get a year of good luck. But uh, I don't believe that, because last time I did, I had a terrible year, Uh, possibly the worst year. So don't catch the leaves.
1: Time now for us to delve back into the life of one of our favourite actors, our favourite and yours, Sean Carlson, who plays the character of Narvin, who's featured in our eighth Doctor Adventures in Dark Eyes, and will also be returning in, well, I'll let that get teased just a few seconds into this interview. Sean Carlson, welcome again to the Big Finish podcast. You've featured in two podcasts before because your interview was so long, what? you had to split it over two podcasts. I
6: know, it was epic,
1: wasn't it? I know. And yeah. now people will know you as Narvin and, and other roles in Big Fish. Yeah. Also as that policeman in the uh, the Christmas Invasion.
6: PC278, I'd like to think his name was. <laughs> well, that is what we shall call him from now on.
1: Uh, and you're in doing a, a Super 7th Doctor story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we'll say no more than that at this stage of the game. So this podcast interview, we're just we're just going to have to make it like record-breakingly fast. Okay, okay. So, um uh, did we talk about when we first met last time? I can't when remember. When you and I first met? Yeah, when did we first I met? don't
6: know if we did cover that. Did that we? Yeah, well, go okay. For it. Well, let's go let's let's, let's yeah. come... I can't remember when did we first No, neither,
1: <laughs> no I, I
6: think I think do. I'd worked at Big Finish for quite a while before I met you. Yeah. Um because when we were in the Old Moat studios doing yeah. Gaffrey, I don't think you ever no. were down Dark there, the you door. know. No. Yeah, so um so I do not think we met until it was it was at a, a convention in Swansea it was one of the regeneration conventions you know so I I've no idea what year that was it could have been 10 years ago or something
1: well I remember shortly after we met I knew we hadn't known each other for long and we went you and I went out for a drink with Conrad Westmass who played Kerrys yeah I yeah. remember that uh, I yes, mean, we must let have, let have me met before that. in order to know to go for a drink with each yeah, other yeah yeah
6: <laughs> um Mm. I, well, maybe it was at, in, in Swansea then. I, I I remember us drinking gin and tonics and, uh, and not talking about Doctor Who at all. We were just talking about lots of other things besides.
1: What crazy kids we are.
6: Yeah, I know. Rock and roll. All
1: right, well, that's, that's
6: yeah. quite a so revelation think that's, to both think,
1: of us. We're not so, quite certain of the... No, I know,
6: because uh, we're at an age now where we just forget these things. So neither of us can recall when we <laughs> when we met, so we're just making it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Floundering around wildly.
6: I, I believe we drank gin and tonics, didn't we?
1: So, what is tingling your molecules at this precise moment about? Big Finish.
6: Mm, well, the current story, though the, the one we've just recorded, obviously that's
1: fantastic. I mean that. That's mm. fantastic.
6: Oh, um, I love
1: the script. I think Guy's done a fantastic job.
6: I, I really do. I really. I, I've got to agree with that. You know, I read it and I and I and I read it very quickly because so that's always a good sign.
1: Great title, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's fantastic. I'm taking credit for that because it wasn't oh. called that. And I, I <laughs> said that you have to call it the Quantum Possibility. Engine, very because good, it, because it seemed to be that sort of story that ha- should have a quite quirky title. Like it, that. It's quirky. To his credit, Guy immediately said, "Yes, you're right. It's a
6: classic sci-fi title. It's great <laughs> and a bit yeah. Douglas Adams. Yeah. As you
1: mentioned in a previous interview, yes, as I did. And it is. It is a bit that. Yeah, yeah.
6: great. So, so yes, that that definitely tickled my. Molecules um,
1: tingled, tingled, tingled. tingled. Well, I can tickle them if you like. Um, what That's is tingling your molecules, or yeah. indeed tickling them, hmm. uh, agitating them in whatever way you yeah. like forwards, backwards, sideways? Um, <laughs> in in, in the world of entertainment, generally, a snapshot of what you're enjoying oh, okay. to entertain yourself could be anything, book. You know, video game, TV, uh, cinema, um, bouncy castle? Always. And I know I said this
6: last time. Uh, I'm I'm just getting into the, the, the new season of Walking Dead and I'm a massive fan of that and I've stuck with it right from the beginning. You've got stamina. Oh, I would watch it and rewatch it. I adore it. So, you know, that that's great. I just love where that's going. Each I to really their own. Do. But, yeah.
1: I, I, t- I, I watched a series of it and thought it was great. Yeah. And then the second series started I thought... This is just going to be more death, isn't it? I don't. A lot more death. death yeah, a lot of a lot of death. The clues in the title, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm my own worst enemy. That I like thought, I, you know, I don't think I can bear the strain yeah. of it anymore. But I think I can see it's a beautiful piece of work.
6: It's it, it's it's brilliant, you yeah, um, know. What can I say? It's it's n- it's not all about the zombies, and it's no. not all about the the death and gore because it's it's about people, and, yeah. and you know, and but it is largely about. Yeah, it's mainly about death and zombies. <laughs> mainly. That's it yeah. creates right. the tension All, all right, thing. I'm talking No, we're it I think you're
1: right. It is that all good writing is about people and it is good writing. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Ah,
6: I enjoyed Paddington 2. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got young children. I took them to see that. I right, love that. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was sat here thinking, I've got to see a really intellectual film I've seen lately, and all that I came to mind was Paddington anything. 2 and, you know, the, the the latest Star Wars film. You know, I love that as well. So I know, watched that.
1: 2001 A Space Odyssey recently.
6: Do you know, I've We've never seen that. It's Isn't oh. that
1: shocking? You won't like it.
6: Really? <laughs> and I've got it taped. I've got it on the skybox. I should oh, say that. Should yeah. I? yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're allowed to. They have a record yeah. function. They sell them. With
1: it's fun. <laughs> I, yeah, know, yeah. I, I woke up, I couldn't sleep for various boring reasons, health reasons, uh, and I, I watched it at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. And it's the first time I watched it because it is quite an, a long, still film mm. and not full of action. And I've always loved it, but it was the first time that I'd watched it without any sense of even an inkling of slight boredom which I've had in previous times. I've thought, oh, this bit's a bit, bit," you know. But I just loved, and that's because I've become old. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Well, maybe I should should watch it now. Maybe it's good that I watch it now when I would really kind of get it and I probably might not have, you know.
1: Can I tell you one story about it? Mm. Which is that when Star Wars came out in 1977, George Lucas said, 2001 A Space Odyssey, that is the movie that inspired me. So all the local cinemas where I went, they all started screening 2001 A Space Odyssey again in 1977 to get the punters in and put yeah. the George Lucas quote at the top and everything. It went on general release again. Yeah. And I went to see it because I'd only ever heard the record of the music, which I used to listen to endlessly like a yeah. weirdo teenager, and, uh, which I indeed was. And when uh, anyone who's seen 2001 A Space Odyssey who's listening is going to just go, yeah, absolutely. When you start watching it and it's like the dawn of man, the like, you just see a landscape,
4: hmm.
1: and the shot is held for quite a few moments. Then that goes to black, and then you see something else, another bit of landscape, and then you see, and it's this slow development of apes developing and everything. Yeah. And after you know, an ape got attacked by a leopard hmm. and then gets killed, and then it just fades to black. And it fades <laughs> up the next morning, and people, you know, nothing's really going on. People were going well oh, <laughs> oh god they will to where's the <laughs> yeah, da, 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 i know da, da, like, there was none of that of course and people were walking Epic space up, walking Effey. up in their droves oh god i thought yeah so yes if you don't like <laughs> yeah that sort of movie possibly not so have you got a guilty secret of um entertainment i hasten to add um, um that, you, you know something you watch or read or something you don't think you should but you rather like it i mean do you like do you read mills and boone
6: you're very romantic i, I, I actually i was i was just racking my brains then i thought and I, I thought no i i listened to nick drake and I, I read intelligent novels but then i thought actually I, there's there's um there's a crime fiction series uh-huh. uh the roy grace novels um i'm trying to think of, of the guy that writes them and i can't think of his name <laughs> but Clearly it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But, but but and they've all got dead in the title. Looking good, dead. You know, <laughs> nearly dead. You will be dead. Want you dead? You know, <laughs> dead again. You
1: want know. you? Some dead. of these are
6: genuine titles. Someone just making up.
1: Want you dead? Is that? Want you
6: dead? That's one of them. Yeah. Want Is that you dead.
1: exclamation mark. Want you dead? And I don't think it goes to the explanation It's just in capitals. Want you dead?
6: looking good dead that almost dead like dead again order of words, you know, that yeah. sounds like
1: a sort of Welsh dialect One, you dead one,
6: you dead see <laughs> that's what you should have called it want you dead see <laughs> have you dead
1: that is I think one of the best dead books. it is <laughs> <laughs> is it, <laughs> is it? <laughs> that is one of the best guilty secrets we've had yeah thank you <laughs> Sean that's it at, at 8 minutes and 20 something seconds Well done. Uh. pressing stop now The Delightful Sean, there. yeah, we love a bit of Sean, and you know, the Narvinettes or whatever they're called on uh, online, love the idea of him returning. He's
0: great, he's a dude, yeah. and thoroughly nice chap, and always great fun to bump into him as well at various events and all sorts, cool cat. Uh, and now talking of delightful and cool things, let's see what the Randomoid Selectatron has to offer, because Rand's great. Let's have a look I need to load this up It's normally Are you going to say Cue the
1: epic music?
0: I will do it When it's ready So you have to Cue That epic music (laughs) Love it Yeah you said it Till I practice that one Don't I (laughs) What have we got? The black hole Oh is that
1: um... Rufus Hound Yeah Deborah Watling Fraser Hines it's, a uh, Companion Chronicles, isn't it? No, it's an, er- an early, isn't early adventures, yeah. Oh, an wh- early
0: adventures, narrated by David Warner.
1: Yeah. Let's have, uh, the trailer for that.
2: It must be this special phenomenon. It's warping space and time.
1: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, the early adventures. The Black Hole.
6: Must be a big spaceship. I mean, all these people. I should think it's more, uh... Habitat in a ship. Oh, aye, what are those?
5: The doctor said it was a spatial
4: phenomenon.
6: Aye, a uh, big and heavy phenomenon. Ph- 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 what are those? By my calculations, it's also very close, uh, within an astronomical unit of where we're standing. I think it's a black hole.
5: The remnant of an exploded star. They're small but extremely dense, so have a very strong gravitational field.
6: So strong, even light can't escape. Which means you can't ever see one. Well, directly.
3: This whole spiral arm of the galaxy is now in a mixed state. With just the slightest nudge, it will vanish in an instant. Doctor, success and saving these people depends on a precision flight through extremely warping space-time. Can you do it?
1: Big finish. We love stories. We
2: don't have any other choice
1: i don't know much about it it's by simon gerrier um but a great one was this the first one that rufus played the meddling monk in
0: uh voice the monk in the audio stories the black hole yeah. and, and the side of the angels so they, need, they need to update this article here because he's also been in the third doctor I adventures know, as well. Yeah.
1: okay brilliant yes so there he is this was his um debut as the monk uh, I, you know, I could go on forever about Rufus Hound because I think he's such a lovely, entertaining, and interesting man. Uh, brilliant to have around, brilliant at the part, um, very, very good actor, uh, inspiring, great technique, uh, and just lovely to chat to. Really, um, yeah. And um, we ran an interview with him in a podcast quite some time back now. It, it was two parts worth, I believe, because it was such a, a lovely long interview brilliant um and david warner narrating this that's great with deborah wandling who we miss very much who died not that long ago bless her so there you have it a big rather good recommendation there the black hole an early adventure
0: absolutely says here in the uh, little review the black hole is a superb layer cake of a story listen carefully And you will be rewarded. And that's by a review from uh, Martin Ruddock, who's another cool cat. Great guy.
1: Uh, I thought you were going to say by Simon Gurrier.
0: (laughs) (laughs) By Simon Gurrier, who strangely approves of his his work there. Uh, Funny that. No, but it's a cool story. So Mm. check it out, guys. That's 2.3, The Black Hole. And that's it. Cheers, Ran. You always pull a blinder out of your sort of robotic hat uh, every week without fail it's always wonderful to to listen to to your recommendations so cheers Ran, buy yourself a a cream bun I'd like
1: a sort of robotic hat
0: yeah so would I actually maybe we'll invent one maybe some robotic socks to go with it
1: yeah that's brilliant, you always need socks to go with a hat
0: that's the unwritten law of hatting You ask any hatter and he'll tell you the same thing. <laughs> if he's not mad. Hey. hey. And so, as the podcast find itself wrapped in an endless sleep from which it can only awaken by the complex process of waiting a week (laughs) time for nick to round up the latest releases available for you to tingle your audio reception facilitators with you try saying that three times in a row (laughs)
1: hey hey. right uh what what is what is available now i'm all at sixes and sevens today Let's have a look. Well, obviously, uh, there's uh, Doctor Who Last Chance, which is uh, from the 10th Doctor Chronicles, which uh, are now out, actually, but there's a free excerpt. Uh, Blake 7 Crossfire Part 3, brilliant reviews for that. Atta Girl, we've been waxing lyrical about Atta Girl. Fantastic leading performance from Alicia Ambrose Bailey, who I'm going to meet tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Ravenous One, Arsenal Nil, which we're teasing in just a few short moments, the first episode episode um the Heliax rift in the doctor who main range starring peter davison and featuring blake harrison as an interesting character who returns the 10th doctor chronicles as i said out and available with jacob dudman doing a fantastic job of narrating and doing the old 10th doctor voice there there you have it uh, coming up later in the month is erasure starring sean carson who was our special guest today hmm? that's your lot
0: that's your lot thank you very much nick always rounding the goods up just in time for christmas although it's not uh thank you so much for listening this week guys we'll, hold we'll on. be back next week oh oh are we are we no
1: uh, no there's uh, something uh, else uh,
0: oh, oh we there have is? to do the trailer oh we're doing it oh oh okay yes um hold on let me just uh, <laughs> uh here it is sorry quite. yes we're yes, uh, yes, well, quite
1: uh yeah yeah uh, cue the trailer Available now from Big Finish Productions, a podcast released on the 22nd of April in the space year 2018
0: lots of fun this week we look into the big Finish originals which includes cicero and shilling and sixpence
1: yes and our guest star interview is with narvin well actually sean carlson who plays narvin and he's been in gallifrey and and, and dark eyes and also he's going to be in erasure uh the 1980s electro synth band <laughs>
0: And this week's drama tease is Doctor Who, Ravenous 1. Lots of fun, that one. Join the 8th Doctor and his companion. Uh, no, and his companions, I should say. Join the 8th Doctor and his companions as they travel through time
1: and space righting wrongs and, and doing all the stuff in between. Um, So, what do you think? That was a bit chaotic, that one, wasn't it?
0: Life's chaotic, my friend. But, you know, <laughs> that, that's a trailer. It's here. I'd say, you know, there's a
1: pretty pretty, pretty cool pretty cool trailer for an even cooler podcast yeah yeah okay with that and so now it's our 15 minute drama tease uh the eighth doctor in ravenous one their finest hour by john dorney
2: Here, wherever they are, they're hiding remarkably well. They kind of just pop behind a cloud, over. I know that, but something destroyed that munitions factory.
6: They tend not to implode, over. Yes, sir. I saw the wreckage. I wait,
2: wait one blasted second. You've spotted them, over. I've spotted something, blast it all. How they manage that? You manage what, Red Leader? Please specify, over. Tally ho, Red Squadron. Prepare to engage the enemy. <laughs> Damned if I but it's dash-clever. I can't see them, over. Can't see them, over? Not a dicky bird. Just this sort of shimmer in
3: the air. Like a translucent rectangle, over. Like a... Abort mission, over. We can't abort the mission base. Not when we're this close, over. That is
0: an order, Red Squadron. Get back here this minute, over. But it's Jerry. I don't care what new camouflage they've got. There's still no match for the RAF. Out. You don't understand, Red Leader. Please... No!
6: Red Leader, come in please, over. Red Leader, over. Red Squadron, come in please, over. Contact the War Office. It's happened again.
3: You do remember we're standing in a time machine, yes?
5: You're the one who said it. You said we needed to hurry or we'd lose Helen's trail.
3: I said that, did I? Well, then it's probably true.
5: I thought we'd be flying after her, chasing, but we're just hanging here.
3: Following the trail of a TARDIS isn't like following the wake of a ship, Liv. We needed to enter the vortex to catch the Artron traces. We've done that. Now the TARDIS needs to work them through, find out where she went. It's more cold calculation than hot pursuit.
5: So what are you doing? Why are you buzzing around like a caffeinated bee?
3: Because I'm calculating how long the calculation will take. Which I've done. Let's see now. Oh, as long as that. Liv, I don't suppose you've got a pack of cards?
5: Sorry? What's that? What's what?
3: Is that the phone?
5: I didn't know you had one of those.
3: Very few people do. I only give the number to the very finest. Now, I wonder who it is. Hello? You've reached the doctor? Ringo, is that you? Ringo? Doctor? What are you talking about? Winnie! Well that's almost as good. Liv, Liv! It's Winston Churchill.
5: Right. Should I know who that is?
2: What can I do for you, Winnie? Spot a barber back in Blighty, old boy. You know the drill.
3: I know all the drills. When you need me? ASAP. Yeah, I mean more specifically, why does no one remember this as a time machine?
2: Ah, yes, of course. The 27th of August, 1940.
3: I'm with you in a
5: jiffy.
2: I hope so, Doctor. I really hope so.
3: August 1940. Start of the Battle of Britain. Interesting.
5: Winston Churchill. Who is that?
3: Prime Minister of Great Britain, 1940 to 1945. Well, and 51 to 55 too, but that's not the time frame we're worrying about.
5: We're worried, aren't we?
3: Very much so. Britain's at war again. Like the Great War? Exactly. Which was also known as the First World War. We're going to take a look at the Second. And, like most sequels, they've upped the budget and made it bigger.
5: Bigger? But Molly said the Great War... Well, the the death toll was huge.
3: And you'd think they'd have learned from that mistake, but humans so rarely do.
5: So we're just flying there. Now.
3: Can you think of anything better to do? Yes!
5: Find Helen. You can visit this Churchill bloke any day. Literally.
3: No time like the present. Something to do while the calculations work themselves out.
5: But what if this thing he wants us for is something that might get us killed, like usual? Then we
3: survive and we stop it, like usual.
5: If we die, we can't rescue her. The
3: Second World War is a critical time in Earth's history, Liv. If something goes wrong, there might not be a Helen to rescue. Come on. The war rooms are just a short walk from Baker Street.
5: Why walk? Can't we just land there?
3: I have my reasons.
4: Yes?
5: A visitor for you, sir. Calls himself the Doctor.
2: The Doctor? A good show. Practically on time for once. Yes, send him right, in. Right,
3: Winnie. here we are. Put the
2: catalogue. Bring me the finest muffins known to humanity.
5: Ignore him. Everyone else does.
2: No, don't worry, Betty. I think he's found his way in. Doctor, good to see you. Although that face...
3: Isn't the one you were expecting? No, nor me. Funny, I have that feeling every time I look in the mirror. I can't quite shake the feeling I should be Scottish. The last time we met not Winnie, you know the rules. Rules? No discussion of relative chronology. That's the trouble with phoning a
2: time machine from a fixed temporal location. You never know when you're gonna get. He does not wish to risk clues to his future. We have a disconcerting habit of meeting in the wrong order, you see.
5: Ah, I see. Welcome to my life. And you might be? Chenka. Live Chenka.
2: Very good to meet you, Miss Chenka. I, as you undoubtedly are aware, am Winston Churchill.
5: Oh. Really? Wow.
2: Your young companions are usually more impressed to meet me than this, Doctor.
5: Yeah, well, I I don't get out
2: much. Demonstrably so. You didn't bring the TARDIS. I didn't bring it here. I don't want to put temptation in your way. It could stop the war at a stroke. And cause countless
3: others. We've discussed this, Winnie. It's not happening. Why did you call me? Follow me!
2: The Hun has been attacking from the sky for quite a few weeks now.
5: A bit more detail might be useful.
2: After Germany invaded Poland last year, war was declared.
3: Their forces quickly spread across mainland Europe, taking over France, Norway, pretty much
2: the whole continent. But England held firm. Superior strength? What willful stubbornness. They refused the offer of an armistice. Britons never, ever, ever shall be slaves.
5: Right. Is that wise? Uh, I mean the armistice bit.
2: So far we are unbowed.
3: It's just a little bit too difficult to cross the English Channel. The Royal Navy holds all the cards there, so the battle took to the skies. Germany sent in her air force, the Luftwaffe.
2: They've been doing their best to weaken the RAF. Royal Air Force. Though the toll has been great on both sides.
5: So are we going to get bombed any second? Oh, you take me to the nicest places.
2: They're holding off on London for now.
5: Right. So far, this all just sounds like history. What are we doing here?
2: We started to spot something unusual about some of the aerial attacks. Military targets, as you would expect, but destroyed to an incredibly complete degree. Through here... Take a look at this. Don't mind if I do.
5: What is that? Scorch metal?
2: That is part of what used to be an
3: airbase. What? Well, that's impossible. The heat, you'd need to do this kind of
2: damage. The intensity, well, that's well beyond the ability of the German bombers. Initially, we thought it might be a new weapon. It was certainly an airborne craft that committed the assault. Some of our boys got near to whatever it was. None of them made it back. All blasted from the skies. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. It's war. They knew what they were risking. And the reports they were able to send back, whilst in the air, have proved useful. What did they see? Nothing. Which is precisely the point. You've lost me. They saw an absence in the sky. a Nothing in the form of a rectangle. Camouflage? An invisibility shield? So it would appear. Or rather does not. Such a radical invention would win the Germans the war, should they possess it.
5: Alien technology. Got to be. A a cloaking device and a heat ray. There's no other plausible explanation.
2: Precisely my thinking. Obviously, we've written it up as an enemy action. We don't want to scare the populace. No, they're scared enough already. But it's actual identity we don't know.
5: Is it the Germans using it, or...? Are they working with aliens?
2: That as yet we've been unable to ascertain. Alien intervention
3: in this time, this place, it could have a hugely calamitous effect. Affect the whole of human history. By making us lose when we should win? Oh, Winnie, Winnie, Winnie. You know, I can't give away the ending. Let's just say this is a crucial point in the history of your planet. Change one thing, who knows where it might end. So you'll help? Did you doubt it? Of course I will. Good man! I knew I could trust you.
5: So, what's our first step?
3: We need to see this rectangle. And for that, we'll need mobility. We may have to borrow a few pilots.
5: What, we're going to fly at it? (laughs) You remember that whole heat ray thing?
2: That won't be a problem, trust me. Well? Bit of a tricky ask that, Doctor. The RAF do have to be fighting as well. I'm not sure I can spare an operational squadron during the German assault.
3: Well, there may be one that
2: isn't operational yet let me see late august
3: 1940
5: oh he's got an idea he's doing his i've got an idea voice
3: yes poland i think we need to ask the Poles.
5: Pilot Officer Ostovich, what are you doing? You're not scheduled for a training flight. You are to return to base immediately.
4: Repeat, please. not thought. I said return to base. Message not clear. Repeat, please. You heard me perfectly well. Our English is uh,
0: not so good. I not understand what you say, Norfolk. I not understand either. Uh, I speak none of this language. Now, look here. Maybe tell us when we land, yes? Is good?
5: Pilot, Officer Ruzitski. No,
0: we're losing you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, bye,
5: bye. Damn your eyes. Listen. Come in, please. I said, come in. No. You may have to wait a while. That's fine. We've time to kill.
3: Those are our two.
5: They're the ones that are best at speaking English.
3: And that's helpful because... Oh, Doctor. What? Oh, yes, yes. I suppose that probably is important for some people.
5: They're terribly aggravating. It's a shame they're such damn good pilots. If they're so good, why aren't they active?
3: When Germany invaded Poland, the Polish Air Force didn't hold out long against the Luftwaffe. Not exactly reflective of their abilities, but... It's left their British counterparts a little prejudiced.
5: Odd time to be judgmental. Surely they'd welcome all the help they can get, if they're as outmanned as you suggest. They will. Soon. Well, I hope so. For now, it's all training flights, and that's a waste of time. They were trained terribly well back in their own country. All they want is a chance to prove themselves. Sounds ideal. They'll be hungry to help.
3: Exactly what we need. Well, while we wait for them to come down to Earth, I can start work on improvements for one of the two seater training planes.
5: I- improvements? Don't worry, it's just alien technology. I'm sorry.
1: Pilot
4: officers. Oh, lady, lady. We didn't hear you tell us to calm down. We're sorry. Very sorry. Yes, yes, I'm sure you are. Can I introduce you to the doctor? Well, no, we don't need the doctor, we very well.
3: Exactly. I'm not that sort of doctor. It's my name. Hello. Your name? <laughs> Interesting name. Yeah, I like it.
5: And this is Livchenka. Hello?
0: Livchenka? You Polish. The name it sounds a little Polish.
5: Uh uh, no. I'm from Kaldor, actually. Kaldor?
4: Where is that? Kaldor? I don't know it. It's
5: just sort of, uh, um,
4: up. Uh, Near Denmark, I think. Ah, Denmark. I love Denmark. Uh,
5: This is Jan Ostevich. Good day. And Wilhelm Rositsky. Good to meet you. You too.
3: You are going to be flying us on a very special mission.
5: Ah, we got to fight? At last we got to fight?
3: Uh, not exactly. Oh. But we must fight. The Germans, they take our country. Why you not let us hit back?
5: Well, It's not exactly down to me. This you keep saying.
3: We are stuck here. The days, they are so long. Well, rest assured, the job we have in mind for you is vital to the war effort. It hurts the Nazis? Uh, In a roundabout way.
5: Yes, it'll lead to them getting hurt. Eventually.
3: Eventually is good. Well, good enough. Then follow me. I'll give you a full briefing.
0: been listening to a big finished production
1: so yeah that'll be nice wouldn't it yeah nice nice enough yeah yeah